Pinna. Welcome to Podcasters You. Hi, Pinna Podcasters. If you love spine tingling mysteries, out of this world sci fi, edge of your seat adventures, or laugh out loud comedies, you're in luck. Because on this episode of Podcasters You, we're talking about scripted fiction podcasts. Joining me as co host is Maya Kalowski, who plays Anna on Dream Breachers. Hi, Maya. Hi, Jeremy. Maya, can you tell us more about Dream Breachers? Sure. Dream Breachers is a fictional fantasy podcast about a boy named Evan who discovers that he's a Dream Breacher. That's someone who can bring things in and out of their dreams. He also discovers that there are other Dream Breachers like him. Like Anna, the character you play? Yeah, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to tell you that Anna is a pretty important and powerful breacher. Your performance as Anna is great. How did you get into voiceover acting? Well, I started out as a stage actor, and then when I did voice work for the first time in seventh grade, I couldn't get enough. Awesome. Let's listen to a clip of you in action. We've been waiting a long time for you. You have? Who's we? I don't understand. But you need to be better at this. You need to get better fast. And here's a pro tip. Never bring something from the real world into a dream. What if it's something I brought out? Especially then. But I had to bring Luna back in, didn't I? (laughs) She's yours. And the car. I'm trying to bring the car back right now. I don't have time to explain. Just here. Take this. Keep it safe. I wish Dream Breachers was real, but it is a work of fiction. And let's talk about what we mean by fiction. Fiction is anything that is made up, while nonfiction is based on facts and real events. Right. So a scripted fiction podcast is any show that has made-up characters and made-up events, and great fiction podcasts tell all kinds of great stories. Like with books or TV shows, you can have a huge variety of fiction genres and podcasts also. Genres are categories that share similar style and subject matter. Think science fiction, fantasy, or horror, like the podcast Origins Unknown. Warning, you may want to skip ahead 45 seconds if you're easily scared. The following clip may be a little creepy for some of you. Cass? Hello? Don't do that. Oh my god, you scared me, Cass. Come on, we gotta get out of here. Wait, are are you hurt or something? I'm hurt. Is it your foot? My foot. Let me see. Hold up. Someone's up there, opening the door. Max? Are you down there? Cassidy? Wait, wait. If, if you're up there, then who's right here? that was creepy. And some podcasts blend more than one genre, like the Podcast Hero Hotel, which combines both action and comedy. Wow, Chet was right. Something about this big red bike is weird. Whoa! This bike is riding by itself! It's out of control! I should fly off! But I kind of want to see where this is going! The bike raced off the Hero Hotel grounds, past the force field, down a dirt road, through a burger box drive-thru, and finally, into the glades. Oh, my whiskers. I think I bent my whiskers. Oh, 
Is this the end of Boomer? Is what I imagine the narrator man will say next. Wrong. Because something far more interesting. All these different genres may give you an idea for your scripted fiction podcast. And once you have an idea, it's time to start writing. And when writing a fiction podcast, you can have the character's dialogue tell the listener everything they need to know to follow the story. Or you can have a narrator. A narrator is a character who speaks directly to the audience and tells them what's happening in the story, like how Adam Gidwitz narrates Grim Grimmer Grimmest. One day, as the handsome man and the queen were strolling in the garden, the handsome man said to himself, We turned an innocent person into a turnip. Except he apparently said it out loud, because the queen heard him. You also need to decide if you want your scripted fiction podcast to be episodic or serialized. As a refresher, an episodic show is like Grim Grimmer Grimmest. Each episode contains a full story, and you can listen to the episodes in any order. And with a serialized show like Dream Breachers, the story continues from one episode to the next. And for it to make sense, you need to listen in order. Exactly. And Maya, you're about to speak to a great expert on writing fiction podcasts. That's right. Here's my interview with Tara Altabrando, the creator and writer of Dream Breachers. Hi, Tara. Hi, Maya. I have a couple of questions for you today, and I want to start by talking about the one that's, I think, most pertinent to me right now. I'd love to start by asking where the idea for Dream Breachers came from. Okay, this is a great story that I love to tell. One day, a bunch of years ago, my daughter came down to the breakfast table and said, I dreamed I got a dog. And I was not interested in getting a dog at the time. So I said to her, well, dreaming one is the only way you're going to get one. And she said, wouldn't it have been great if I woke up with it in my bed? And right then I stopped in the middle of breakfast and I was like, hey, wait a second. That is a story idea. So I immediately started talking about the idea with my daughters and taking notes and the words dream breachers actually popped into my head that day. And for a long time, I was kicking around the idea thinking it would be a novel since that's what I had mostly been writing. But then I started to hear about Pinna and the shows that they were making. And I thought that dream breachers would be amazing as a scripted audio show since in dreams, you can hear anything. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's funny how sort of inspiration can just sort of come up in the weirdest places. I I personally always find it hard to translate that into like concrete things. So I'd love to know what your writing process was like. I wish that I could say that my writing process is very streamlined and perfect. But the truth is, I'm very messy. I make a lot (laughs) of mistakes along the way. Uh, I start by keeping a lot of notes and then just trying to follow where certain narratives might go and going down a lot of dead ends and then circling back. But what was interesting about Dream Breachers was learning how to write a story that had 10 episodes and keeping them all engaging. So it took me a long time to figure out how to overlay what I know about story structure as a writer in general over 10 episodes. So over the course of season one, I figured out that a lot of the earlier episodes are really just world building and making sure the listeners know everything they need to know for the story to make sense and be satisfying. And I know that by episode seven, the stakes need to be really high 
and episode eight needs to be really dark and you feel like, what is going to happen? How are they ever going to get out of this? Then you head into these final three episodes that are like the big finish and the climax and then a wind down where you kind of show how the world is different now that the story has been told. So now I feel like when I went into season two, I definitely had a better sense of how to map things out and also try to keep the story full of cliffhangers and suspense along the way. That's fantastic. And what I really loved about Dream Breachers when I was voicing it was sort of the depth of the characters and how they were able to sort of be more dimensional than I expected. So I was wondering how you come up with your characters. Are any of them based on people you know or things in your life? I think when I started out as a writer, a lot of my characters were based on people I knew because it was kind of convenient. You could pull character traits from one friend and kind of piece it together with a different friend and you had someone who felt new. But the longer I've been writing, the more I rely on my own imagination and trying to create characters that really serve the story. So for Dream Breachers, a story about a kid who discovers this incredible power, I decided that the main character should be someone who's really anxious and fearful. I wanted him to be like the worst possible kid to have discovered this ability because he's so freaked out. So Evan was completely a product of my imagination because I thought he was the kind of kid who would serve the story. But I will say, Maya, that your character, Anna, definitely shares some traits with my daughter who dreamed up the concept, really. My daughter is kind of an old soul, but in a kind of sassy, take-no-prisoners way. And I think that comes through in Anna, and especially as you voiced her. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You touched upon this earlier when we were talking about, uh, like, outlining and the writing process. And you said that going from writing it as if it was a novel to a podcast, you sort of had an idea of how the plot overlay would look. But I'm curious, it seems like it would be worlds different to write a book and write a podcast. I'm curious, what are the big differences people should look out for? Well, the main difference is word count. When I think about writing another novel now, it seems so daunting because there's so many thousands of words. And when you write a script, obviously, it's more dialogue. So there are less actual words on the page. But I think that actually makes it harder. When you write fiction, you can surround your dialogue with beautiful language and describe lovely settings. And you can build in themes and subtext by just kind of putting it right out there. And when you're writing for audio, the dialogue really has to do all of the heavy lifting. So that was a new skill for me to learn. I'm also not sure that my novels have a lot of sounds in them when I look back on them. So it was interesting for me to learn how to sit quietly at my desk and really think through what every scene should sound like and then figure out how to put that down on the page so that a sound designer would know what I wanted to hear. And, and building all of these worlds and these wonderful things, I'm curious to know, because there's so many ideas and so many different like parts that had to come together to make Dream Breachers, how do you know when you're done writing? Well, this is the, I'm going to give you the honest answer. I think you can handle it. I know that I'm done when I am so sick of a project that I cannot stand to look at it <laughs> even one more time. But no, really, I think that for me, every story starts out feeling like a jigsaw puzzle that I've just dumped out of the box. 
So I spend a lot of time flipping over the pieces and putting, you know, individual pieces in place one by one, making a lot of mistakes, trying to force things where they don't belong, but hopefully trying to figure out a solid border for the story at least. And you keep doing that for long enough, you reach a point where suddenly you know that you're going to finish the puzzle. If you've ever done a jigsaw puzzle, you know that feeling where suddenly all of the pieces on the table make sense to you. You know exactly where you're supposed to put them and you just have to sit there and do the work. To sort of shift subjects here a little bit away from Dream Breachers, you have also just written a completely different kind of scripted fiction. Can you talk about your podcast interview with a plushie? Yes, I would love to talk about Interview with a Plushie. This is the first time that I've been asked about it. Interview with a Plushie is a short form show where the host of the show interviews stuffed animals. So it's an episodic show, so you can listen to any episode in any order. And that made it a lot easier in a lot of ways because I wasn't dealing with a huge story arc and a world building situation like Dream Breachers. But the challenge for Interview with a Plushie was really making sure that each of the stuffed animals being interviewed felt distinct from one another. And I was creating 10. So that was a little bit challenging. And also I wanted to make sure that the idea was going to stay fresh for all 10 episodes. So really just trying to play around more with character in the audio space versus playing with story in Dream Breachers. And do you have any final tips for people who are creating scripted fiction podcasts? I think the most important thing, if you want to be a creator in the scripted fiction space, is to listen to a lot of scripted fiction. I feel like every time I listen to a new show that I've come across, I learn something, either because I hear something that I like or I hear something that I think could have been done a little bit differently or better. I also think it's just really important as any kind of creator and writer to just not be afraid to make mistakes. A lot of times ideas take a while to really take shape. And I think it's important to really allow yourself the time to craft an idea, sit with it for a while, and really also make it your own. I think it's so important to keep your own voice in your work. I think that's awesome. I think a lot of people are going to be really inspired by hearing that. And then my last question is a little bit silly. But if you were a dream breacher, what's something that you would want to bring out of a dream? I've been struggling with this idea for as long as Dream Breachers has been in the world because I have been asked this before and I I still don't have a good answer. I mean, it's so funny because in the show, we make a point of the kids really not being allowed to bring out piles of money. And I think that that would be a tempting thing for a lot of people to just dream up and bring out because then you could figure out what you really want and hopefully the money could help you get it. But it's funny, the answer that I have today is, I feel like, a very stereotypical answer for a mother of two children who also has a job and a home to run. I want to bring out a clone of myself. I would like to dream (laughs) up another me. And I think that's possible within the rules I've created. And if not, at the very least, I would like to bring back a very sophisticated robot (laughs) who could clean the house, maybe even walk the dog. Because I have a dog now, after all that. (laughs) I think that's hilarious. I've never thought about that. But that'd be great. I'd never have to clean my room again. Exactly. Um, Tara, thank you so much for your thoughtful answers and for taking this time to talk with me. I had a great time. 
Thank you, Maya. This was so much fun. It was really fun to talk to someone who knows the show well. Wow, great interview, Maya. So much goes into writing a scripted fiction podcast. Thanks. It was cool to hear about where some of Tara's ideas came from. Yes, but there are also other ways to get started with a scripted fiction podcast that don't have to start with a brand new idea. Right. For one, you can take a story you may have written in the past and either read it aloud like an audiobook or turn it into a podcast with more dialogue, possibly by adding a narrator character and adding sound design and music. Another possibility is adapting an existing story. That means to change it and make it your own, like Adam Gidwitz does, turning grim fairy tales into his own version in Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest. And when it comes to writing, it helps to outline your story. You can even use a plot tracker, which is a grid where you can keep track of what happens to each character in each episode. And speaking of outlining your story, we have episode outlines and script templates available for you to download. So you can write a scripted fiction podcast just like a pro. Ask a parent or teacher to visit pinna.fm slash podcasters you. That's podcasters plus the letter U. Also, that's where you can share your episode with us. We want to hear what you create, and we may feature your episode on Pinna. Maya, thanks so much for joining me on this episode. Thanks for having me. I had a great time. On the next episode, my co-host will be Maxine Wanderer, one of the stars of A to Z Mysteries Clue Club, and we'll talk about getting into character, the next step of recording your scripted fiction podcast. Happy podcasting! Looking for more inspiration to create your own podcast? Pinna has tons of exclusive original podcasts to help you get started on your podcasting journey. From fiction to fact-driven and interview-based to just a fun game to play along to, Pinna's library will be sure to spark your imagination. Head to pinna.fm to create your Pinna full access account to start listening today. That's P-I-N-N-A dot F-M. Or you can subscribe to one of the Pinna channels right here on Apple Podcasts to get unlimited access to select kids' podcasts.